wonder. Get some self-strained out here. Check, check. Well, welcome to Radio Loud. I'm your host, Douglas <laughs> Tilt Dobrik. And joining me today is uh, our uh, usual suspects here. We got uh, Stinky Stefan Weber and uh, Silky Smooth Sean. Sean fat in the pants and skinny in the slacks. <laughs> oh, so stinky. Um, so... I, I feel we should preface this. Um, uh, one of the reasons we play music in the background is... So we don't get chapped and screwed! Yeah, pretty much to, uh, as a <laughs> mechanism to protect ourselves so somebody can't take what we're saying and then noticeably edit it without noticeably editing the audio in the background. So we've been working on finding some royalty-free music so YouTube doesn't zap us so we don't get fucking sued. And making our own, but that takes time. Yeah, um... So, uh, a majority of the music this week is from Alex Barbarian. You could check out his SoundCloud at that. Uh, he was gracious enough to release a playlist of free-to-use music. Shout out to you. You're the Barbarian in our hearts. Clink. <laughs> You're the real Conan. Right. So, guys, how Destroy was that? Destroy enemies. See them driven before you. And hear the lamentations of the women. <laughs> uh, so, how was your guys' weeks? Oh, it's just it's been a long absolutely one. Absolutely wonderful. Really? It wasn't that bad. I mean, it it sucked. My fucking arm is like stuck in this like chrysalis. So, yeah, I actually ended up breaking the forearm there. What a travesty. Got my audio settings all worked out so everyone gets to hear the lovely uh, dulcet tones of me in addition to myself. And I. That that tenor tone. Alright, so now it's you, me, and Dupree. What do we got on the docket today? Well, we're going to talk to you about all sorts of fun shit. Uh, this week I started checking out the Netflix reboot of Lost in Space. How was that for you? It was fucking actually really, really good. Did you get it, lost in the cinematography? I got lost in the space. Um, the, it was cool how they like, uh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I hope you didn't plan on watching it. It was cool how they incorporated the robot into it. The, I won't, I won't go too far if you guys plan on watching it. <laughs> But I thought it was a good response to the latest Star Trek series, as far as like a sci-fi. It was like a cool like uh, adventure series based with like a lot of like science in between it. They try and like ground it in what scientifically might happen. They mm. had like this cool like death scenario where they were like they crash landed on a like a glacier and the heat of their engines like essentially melted them into it and created a pool of water and it's going to freeze over and that's like they'd be trapped and yeah they'd be fucked essentially Did so they get out? Uh, uh they like nope they all die it's only 20 22 minutes well it's maybe it was like another great show maybe it was like another escape pod or something i don't know they played it in where is like coming in hot they like open up a vein of magnesium and that like reacts it like you know you light magnesium expose it to is it water or ice? It burns. Oh, I'm not a chemist. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm just the stinky guy in the I corner. Never had interest in chemistry. I yeah. I that would be one not. to ask. Uh, dude, that shit is so complicated. My SO. She's a chemist. Yeah, dude. Well, no, she's not a freshwater science. She's not a man. chemist. She's got she's a 98 percent on her last exam. So biology. And she's chemi- your little chemist. 
<laughs> yeah, do you ever come home in a sexy little lab coat? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's, it's got chemicals on it. I feel like I just planted you... a new little idea in your head. Like, come on, baby, give me those stick room glasses. <laughs> you get some fucking, like, chemicals on your dick inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Stefan got superpowers. He is the amazing penis. <laughs> I just want like Ant Man powers. That's just though. how he got fucking. But it would only it would be burns. only your dick that would get those powers because like it'd be it would huge be all the time. Well, it'd yeah. be Ant Man, so you'd be able to shrink it to the size of an ant's penis. No, Ant Man gets to grow, too. He can. Do oh, I saw this fucking shirt. hot theory why the last movie didn't even have to worry. They're like, dude, fucking all Ant Man had to do was crawl up Thanos's butthole and then go to regular <laughs> size. Fucking movie over. <laughs> just, just. Fucking I love it, man. Thanos I can't wait for the, the new movie. A bunch of people have just been like, oh, oh what's the point of it now, even? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, just imagine that the, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wonder know. if that is going to be chronological. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things, though, that you're never going to get that in comic books. And people, because super fandom exists about stuff, they want that perfect continuity in fiction with made-up powers where they can bend time and space. And you want to go, oh, well, actually, due to the time travel in episode 214, I bet he could just actually undo everything that's ever happened in this series. So why did we even make a show? Basically, well, I mean, that's why they nerfed Scarlet Witch, apparently. I haven't seen her in the new movies, but she's like... She's the most powerful superhero. No, we should have every movie... She can make like parallel universes and shit at a whim. Every movie ends... Every movie ends with Dr. Manhattan showing up. Big blue dick still hanging out. (laughs) He can bend time, space, matter, and travel the multiverse. I'm talking at the end of like a... I feel like you just want a a kaleidoscopic blue piece penis film for an hour and a half where it's just kaleidoscoping around a blue penis. I feel like that's what you're honestly asking for. Dude, I'm talking, we'll go and retcon old movies. The end of Casablanca, we'll have an added in-color scene where Dr. Manhattan shows up. (laughs) Fucking butt-ass naked. And they'll like splice like fucking Bogart into certain parts of it just to make him react like wow. I feel like this movie it's impossible to not have it spoiled for you if you have a pulse. Just because, like, everybody's fucking seen it. The memes are out in force. Literally, I don't... I don't, I don't know what it's about. I don't pay Me attention. Dude, if thing. you've been on Facebook at all, it's just been fucking disintegration oh, memes. One of those disintegration good. memes. Oh, yeah. Disintegr- oh, yeah. The disintegration stuff. Yeah. I'm guessing that's how the bad guy dies. Disintegrates. No. I'm sure, I'm sure that's how Thanos kills somebody. Thanos isn't about to disappear. Right? He does, he does more than kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thanos is... Thanos is their dark side. He's not going anywhere. Honestly, I feel like Thanos is like the first villain in like a lot of the movies lately where people actually like remember or know who the fuck he is. Because if you go to like Iron Man 3 or 2 or Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. Who's the bad guy? You don't fucking remember. Who is the bad guy at the end of Doctor Strange? You know? Cthulhu. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. No, nah, well, I mean, that's the thing is, no. to be fair, no one really knows the bad guys of anybody outside of, like, Superman and Batman lore. Even that. Oh, man, I've been, I've been well, loving the... Well, I know the villain in the Captain America movies because I'm a Captain America fan. But that's what Red I'm saying, Skull, the average person. You got Hydra, who's, like, overreaching into Probably other Red Avengers Skull stuff. even made an appearance in um, Infinity War. Really? What did he do? I don't know. Something. Then you have uh, Crossbones. That guy's pretty cool. 
Uh, you have Deathstroke, though. That's DC. One of the things I heard, like, overarching less- about it is that with all the fucking characters in it, the amount of characters in it, they managed to not turn it into an incongruent clusterfuck. Well, that's a, props to them. Apparently, they were able to separate out the Well, they probably just made enough. teams, didn't they? Right. Uh, probably. I don't know. They I probably think, just made, like, two I short superhero movies. I think maybe we should all just movies. go see this movie. Right. I kind of want to see it. I'm, st- see I'm still it. trying to go see... see the new Wes Anderson movie. Uh, the animated one, Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. I already saw that. But, yeah, it's, not, but it's not playing in a lot of theaters late. A lot yeah, of them are like, wrap that. it up at five from what right. I've seen. That I went, like, straight out of work with my pops and had to go to fucking Mequon. Yeah, that's that, that's where yeah, that's where I, I was I looking wanna at. I want to go. It. I want to see that too. I want to see Isle of Dogs. I, I want to see Infinity Wars because it'll be some good talking. And I I want to see Ant Man and the Wasp when it comes out. I really want to see Solo too. Like yeah, I, I like it, I it, like Dong Lover. He's funny. Yeah, I do. Uh, honestly, I feel I feel like really confident about it now because Ron Howard was talking about it, and the guy who wrote it wrote The Empire Strikes Back. Lesser known facts. So that's cool. And apparently, they had this idea for the fleshing out of the flick. The writer wrote it in part with his son. Uh, This guy who wrote it's been involved with like four other Star Wars movies. And basically, like Lucas and them had this kind of idea fleshed out already. Cool. With uh, with, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, I think that's her name. She's one of the execs behind a lot of the new Star Wars flicks. I'm a little nervous about her, but I don't really know what, what her total involvement is. I don't know. I just want I just want Star Wars to be... Uh, to reawaken that feeling inside me again. Right. That's all I want. That's not, all I want. Not gonna happen. It could happen. Nope. It will. <laughs> nope. I'm not gonna let... Um, I'm not gonna let you dash that hope. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. And today is May the Fourth, and I'm so glad nobody fucking said that to me in real life, so I didn't have to call them a fucking it's like, virgin to their face. The weird thing is, though, because oh, you we did see a guy. Like we a did see a guy that. at the grocery store dressed up like a Jedi. Oh Jesus! But it's definitely like pushed way more this year than it ever has yes, been in the past because Disney is now in, at the helm. But in the past, it was just oh, it's May the Fourth. It's just kind of something you'd shoot at uh, the fellow Star Wars fan. Yeah, I but mean, now it's it was on like the Today Show. It was just like it's Star Wars Day today. Uh, it's almost like yeah, porks are falling like, from the ceiling. It's almost like Disney owns half of the media in America. <laughs> yeah, I saw I this great um, uh, satirical headline that said how to know six reasons to tell if the Darth Vader nesting in your attic is the real Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Darth. Where's my where's my where's my Vader movie? Fuck, fuck <laughs> it's Solo. called one, two, and three. You fucking idiot. <laughs> like I feel eh, like they have to. If no, they're gonna do that, I feel that's like a shitty Skywalker. I want a Vader movie. They would need to get James Earl Jones on that stat because whose voice are you? Like anytime somebody else plays him, you can tell it's just like a little bit off because he's like such an iconic figure that Is any he? any little like thing I, that's wrong with is him, Vader in Rebels tell. heavy. Uh, he's in it a bunch, but not heavy. Not he's not the primary. Time. I know. Thrawn's but at the same time, the way technology is progressing, I'm sure they could just cut it up. That's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, you know Adobe has this thing where you can take samples of someone's voice and like literally make basically them make them say, them say new stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You just have to have them read off like a certain. And like I can almost of, guarantee of, uh, you they have. Yeah, I can together. almost guarantee you they have thousands of hours of him recorded speaking that they could select from and probably make. 
You know, like it, it's the same way like holograms are still performing for dead rappers and shit. Like Tupac the hologrammer. Right. And, and in a way, <laughs> I, I, I just want to say I hate that so much. Yeah, it's fucked up. Let a dead man rest. Right? It's like he has no say or like has even been able to evaluate the artistic integrity of his, what his of name that. is being slapped on essentially. I, yeah, I found it deeply disturbing the right? first you time were, I saw like, that You were no longer a person. You were now a brand. What was uh, Tarkin's, the actor's name, Peter Cushing? Something uh, like that? I do feel like they did that very tastefully in Rogue One. It looked good. He had, like, what, a line of dialogue, or he just had one visual appearance? But, like, the character was completely unchanged, I feel. It was just a one-to-one. Well, that's easy to do on you. There's only one, <laughs> one line or whatever he had. Yep, Peter Cushing, uh, I think he got that one right. Yeah, it sure looks like him. Yep, Graham Off Tarkin, you nailed it. Wow, this guy Star Wars is—he wears stars. Well, he was also like a really prominent actor, so my dad was like really familiar with him. So I don't know if you guys recall this, but a long time ago we had a discussion about Tremors. We had a discussion about Tremors. Another one came out. Tremors Five just came out. The movie I was Netflix. Six, six, yeah, Arctic something. That's what I was saying. Jamie Kennedy's back in it. I watched it last night. How was it? How was it? Do tell. Do tell. I loved it. I loved it so much. Was it better than the last one? Yes, it was better than the last one. Although, uh, Burt Gummer doesn't drench himself in his own urine, which was... <laughs> in the middle lot. of a desert? Yeah, which was a loss, but I still really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It's just a buddy action party romper. I was trying so hard because I knew that was going to come up. I was trying to do for Suggestion Box a write where it was like Bert and Reba's divorce situation, <laughs> like the finer details of something like that. I And I got to say, watching the movie, I kind of had an aversion to Jamie Kennedy, but in the movie, I liked him. Well, that's because he's probably be, he's beyond like his like big Jamie Kennedy push. You know, yeah. They tried to sell Jamie Kennedy, and, and we didn't buy. Jamie it. Kennedy <laughs> was not happening. It's like stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not happening. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we actually, yeah, we were actually talking about that earlier, uh, and how they really shot him in pretty much every media platform and format they could. Like, he had Malibu's Most Wanted, and that was as much. He as He had we the mask, did. dude. Malibu Most Wanted came up at work this week because I was trying to explain it's somebody a goddamn like, classic the concept of like wanksters living <laughs> in rural America, essentially like the ghetto fabulous Colgate yeah. Yeah. resident. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like straight up like taking that culture, yeah. but when you know the person, they're actually kind of a little bit racist still. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, and honestly, like so much of that just comes from ignorance because there are literally communities who've like never not seen anybody doesn't look like them. Well, I would say in like the Colgate situation, it's like the one off, but you definitely have a few of those like. Oh, yeah. Well, people rural just, thugs like yeah. I've heard of the suburban thug, but the rural thug is just. Yeah, dude. Just it's like something those, that the, it's like the, the British wanksters. <laughs> They're the absolute worst. Like good old Ali G and that whole uh, that whole situation. Yeah, yeah Ali G is definitely dumping on it. And uh, I yeah, love yeah, those like that's, that's what he's. What he's I'm surprised they didn't do it. Freeman was in there, and my, one of my crushes, Rona Mitra. I'm surprised they didn't do an Ali G, Jamie Kennedy, Malibu's Most Wanted crossover. I think Sasha Baron is above working with Jamie <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> 
I was hoping you'd say that. I think that's pretty much just a fact. I don't understand to work with this man. I like, don't know. I don't know how Ali would say that. Uh, Apparently, he's been kind of like ousted too. Uh, I wanted to see that one thing. As he, being the greatest singer of all time. Oh, he's such a good singer. He is though. He did this one thing where it was like a. a he was like the fuck up brother, and his brother was like a super spy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the name of the movie is, but I, I remember seen that it. though. I kind of wanted to see it. I have no idea what you're talking. I about. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. I will look it up real quick. It's called like the brothers something. His brother's a super spy, and he's the fuck up loser brother. It was a. Uh, it was the bad guy from the first uh, Sherlock Holmes movie with. Um, this movie with, came with out RDJ. like this movie came out years ago too. It's not a newer movie. It came out maybe three or four years ago. Yeah, Sasha Baron's one of those guys who like I don't really like follow him or like notice when he's in new movies, but he'll randomly show up in shit I'm watching, and it's always just like, like oh, wow, this motherfucker. This dude's got some sort of deep take talents. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in Talladega Nights. He was the fucking, he was the like, arrival. French, yeah, antagonist. I love crabs. He was in <laughs> he was in Eastbound and Down too. And Anchorman. I can't do a French accent, so whenever I try to do it, I just think, how would I say it if I had shit shoved in my mouth? <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find this, and I don't remember this movie coming out before Sweeney Todd or Bruno, so I must have missed oh, it. Oh, it's, it's Hugo, I think. It's Hugo? Yeah. Let's bring it up here. Situation, it's right there. Situation Inspector, as I think literally his... No. Oh, yep, nope. Nope, that's not it. Whatever. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. It's not that important. All right. So, uh, we got some juicy news this week, huh? Oh, so much juicy news. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this one. Uh, local superintendent, uh, is picked up for pooping in a (laughs) football field. Serial pooper. He's been doing it It wasn't local. It was, uh, New Jersey. Yeah, it was Thanks. New Jersey. Well, it's, it's somebody's local. Right. If you're living yeah, in New yeah, Jersey, it was the best. I think my favorite part about that article, though, was it had a link to their original article when he was voted into office, and it was a unanimous pass that he would become superintendent. Yeah, no, he... he uh, they loved him. So what... Here's I have what, a picture of this lo- guy in front of me. He looks oh, like the fucking liquid metal fucking Terminator. <laughs> the T-1000. Oh, 100%. No, but so uh, so, he, so he's been doing this for like weeks at this place. And, you know, they're finding it like every day, just like a little fresh dump every morning when they fucking open up the school, you know, whoever the, 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 the football coaches shows up. And obviously they like call the school resource officer and shit and, and shit. Ha 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 ha. Uh... <laughs> And they like stake it out, and this there's like a cop there for like two weeks staking it out, and they like can't catch this person. <laughs> and finally, they catch him at like you know it's like five fifty in the morning, and he's well, out. I'll let you continue. That. And uh, he's out there. They arrest him, uh, obviously. Like, and you know, like they charge him with lewdness and littering. And then they're like, we don't know what he was doing out there, but we charged him with this and this. And it's like, what do you mean you don't know what he's doing out there? I know they know exactly what he did because yeah. he shit and then he ran around the track. He did his morning run. That's why he would do it. He would just <laughs> he, he just sh- wouldn't even but, bother to go to the yeah. he just shits there. No, they got the him is, while he was running. They let him finish his lap. It was like at the it was They let him finish his lap! No, it was it was at his school. No, it wasn't. School he was superintendent of. No, it definitely wasn't. You want me to bring up the news story? Yeah, I do. Challenge. I got I got the news story here. You got it up. 
It was his district school. Hey, we should have a challenge the facts fucking soundbite. And the movie, like, ding, the ding. Sasha Baron Cohen movie is called The Brothers Grimsby. I just didn't think that was the actual name of it, but that is the name of it. Yeah, no, like it was like the neighboring school that he like, it was like their rival or some shit. It was like, it was like if we went over and dumped on Homestead and took a lap and was like, fuck Homestead. No, he was running laps. <laughs> he was running laps on his own school. No, it was, that's the thing. It wasn't his own school. There was definitely some comments about- Okay, yeah, it is the other school. The Kenwell School Superintendent was what? caught in the act at the Hamdell High School football field. Yeah, it was like the, it's like the rivalry. He lives, he lives about three miles from the Hamdell School in a neighboring Aberdeen. And he was running the track on the athletic fields at 550. You got me. I can't oh, believe that. That. Just, that just makes it so much better. Yeah, dude. Like so this man a, is a hero. Now. Right. So here, here's the best part. Is like he's gonna like basically maybe get a slap on the wrist, a fine. Like you can't really get in that much trouble for taking. Are they gonna shit. keep him on the yeah, on board? And, and you know that like his folks are gonna be like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> but yeah, he was running at the track and the athletic fields at 550 before he was arrested. Yeah, he did his shit and then he ran his laps and then he got arrested. <laughs> So they watched him shit and then let him run. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then picked him up. Oh, just let him tire himself out. Great. I don't want him pooping in the car. It's like, yeah, I don't want to fucking, like, I don't want to chase down a man who is ready to do this. <laughs> just <laughs> let him spend his energy first. Like a toddler. It's just like, let him run up and down the hills a bit. He'll tire himself out. I thought. And then we'll just scoop him right up and take him to bed. I thought for sure it was at his school because I'd seen a couple comments where it was just like, oh man, wouldn't it be great if. He had crapped <laughs> at a rival school, but he actually did. Yeah. You know uh, what? It's all right. I stuff, give you the pass. Stuff and don't read. Good. Stinky stuff and gives it a pass. Next <laughs> <laughs> time, no, don't ever fucking do that. Somebody did that at our work oh, once. Making we had a somebody else pick up work. your feces is gross, Spread people. Around. Wipe your own ass, people. Shit. It is not Shit that in somebody's hard. cubicle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Explain this one. Uh, you, I've heard it, but uh, explain it for the listeners. Yeah, I think we've already said it on air, but go ahead. Uh -uh. No, it no. was it, it was probably in a dry run episode. Oh, okay. Well, this is a fun. I story. want, I want. No, no, go for it. Are, are you, uh, I no. want you to take the reins on this one. All right, because we are about to Sean and Burton Guster this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we're gonna bust him out. All right, so. There is a particular engineer there who's a very, you know, he's one of those like fucking dynasties at a place where it's like, oh, my dad worked here. We've been around forever. I'm a grown ass man. I've worked here for 45 years. This guy literally thinks this place is his house. So he's, you know, he's a pretty, uh, pretty brusque individual. Gets, gets short. He with likes people, ribbon. Rips. I don't have people. a problem with him. I mean, that's the thing. I never really had an issue with him because I know how to do my fucking job. And would you look at that? Most people don't have an issue with you at, at work if you're like that. But uh, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong <laughs> fucking way. <laughs> As engineers tend to do. Yeah. And he was he was one of the few like old school hands-on engineers you'd actually see like getting his hands dirty and going, why the fuck did you design this? Didn't you come down here and look at this? So uh, Well, he didn't necessarily. I, I feel you. He got a lot of blame for stuff that wasn't necessarily his fault. And he was a, a gruff individual. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, one day... <laughs> There is discovered to be. We're hand in hand, skipping yeah. down the aisle. <laughs> and, and a friend stops in front of us. Have you heard the news? What is the news, friend? Would you like to know more? <laughs> Someone has laid a deuce in said man's cubicle. <laughs> Like, what, 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 what did you say? <laughs> and this is not like in the, 
what did you say? <laughs> and the, here's the thing. It's not like in the morning where it's like somebody like came in early and like dropped a deuce and like, you know, scurried <laughs> like he'd off. He'd already and, sat down for the morning, yeah, like, done his thing, like, came went back off to no, a meeting and yeah, then came back. Yeah, he literally went to his like nine or 10 o'clock morning meeting. <laughs> and when he came back an hour later, there was a fresh turd there. <laughs> Like, and he, he had his office out on, like, the manufacturing floor. It could have been anybody. Like, it could have been anybody. <laughs> right. So I guess that's smart. So, like, when it's busy, you go in there, you can't pin who it was. Dude, for real, though. And, like, there was just, like, there's not cameras in that one little line. And there's yeah. just so much traffic back and forth. It could have been anyone. Yeah. So we dubbed Whoever him the, the suspect was thought this out. That I mean, definitely. Yeah. Some of our theories. I, my theory was yeah. he did it in a Tupperware and then brought it to work and, and then, then just laid it. Because <laughs> I can't imagine, you know, pulling down the trowel. Just like uh, imagine if they actually put it in like a fucking slow cooker and then put it on their desk so they would be giving them like a crock of literal <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're a crock of shit. But we learned a little we French onion soup of poop. <laughs> we, we slowly learned that there was other incidents uh, around the building. Yeah, from dude, it's double decked bathrooms and some other stuff. We're talking like some some cave paintings in one of the bathroom stalls. <laughs> if you catch my drift, <laughs> disturbing facts to say the least. Although not totally surprised by some of the etiquette that I witnessed going on in this building. Some heathens. I man. feel like every place but, that has a bathroom that somebody else has the cleanup has had somebody just go in there and like piss all over the place or like right. spread shit all over the place. It's happened everywhere. I have some horror stories in that place, but I don't want to go in depth because it's just vile. We don't. But yeah, the, we best don't part, about poop the best part. The best part. Was, the, was we had a meeting and they pulled everyone together. Oh, they had to sit <laughs> us down and talk about it. It was just the floor staff, too. It was basically like, we know one of you lowly, filthy assembler monkeys. The finger was being pointed. Did this. It's fucking disgusting. And if we catch you, we're going to fire you. I don't think anyone was caught for that. <laughs> they never found him. We, had, we did have, though, to be fair, some real good suspects. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and I'm not going to name names because we are in, we are journalists with integrity. Right. Yeah. We, we, we protect the names of the innocent. And the guilty. And the guilty and until, until proven. <laughs> yeah. Until, until proven, proven guilty. So we will never list your alleged charges, sir or madam. So so Chris Brown, if you want to come be a guest of the show, like come on down, man. Like let's <laughs> let, let's talk it out. So, you piece of shit. <laughs> do you guys think, though, that at this New Jersey high school, the students are going to praise him next week? He'll be a legend in school. <laughs> right. Just this guy. Like, the football team loves him. I mean, it's he's shit on New their Jersey. field. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, that's true. Did you know he makes $150,000 a year doing Jesus that job? Christ. Yeah, that was the craziest part to that. Yeah, that was the most fucked up part I mean, of that story. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Did you see his credentials, though? No. He's a part-time lecturer at Rudiger, Rudiger's, Rudiger's, uh, Rutgers, Rutgers, and Rutgers. like. Okay, here's the link to the article of him being actually hired. All right, that's cool. I don't really give a shit about yeah, this yeah. guy. I have another one that happened in New Jersey. Okay, let's stay. We are now officially changing our names to New Jersey Radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a woman was kicked out from McDonald's for breastfeeding her. D dog. 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 What? Oh, I, thought I was going dog. Is that New Jersey nice. becoming for Florida? One million dollars. Oh, New Jersey woman at McDonald's. Yeah, there's the Florida man and then the Florida man and the, the New, New Jersey, Jersey woman. woman. Does, is she get kicked out of a McDonald's or like a what? 
A woman was expelled from McDonald's for breast feeding her three-week-old puppy. At, at her own tip. She is suing the How fast old food is this restaurant woman? You got a picture? for $1 million. No. I don't think she's going to win. Could you imagine that, though? It's like you, you just look over at somebody. There's like some swaddled cloths or something. It's like, oh, she's just breastfeeding her baby. It's got a cold, wet nose and hair <laughs> everywhere. It's just like... The, the, the. <clears throat> I'm real confused. Were there drugs involved? Uh, No. But Is the, there a mental health issue? 49 involved? states, the District of Columbia, and the Virgin Islands have laws that specifically allow for a woman to breastfeed in any public or private location. Set but not where. a puppy. Yeah, I don't, but apparently it doesn't say that in the law. But here's the thing I bet you breastfeeding you has a very specific definition in legally somewhere, and I bet you she did not really think this out. Yeah, Sean, Sean isn't going to be able to just go breastfeed in a McDonald's. Just off imagine of some if that's chick. what it was. Like right, it was premedicated can, where they're like, they read exactly what Sean, it said. Sean can't she was going to go in, breastfeed, <laughs> breastfeed the puppy, and then. Uh, knowingly have them come after her for that. So we're like, well, we could sue you on the technicality now. I think you are giving this New Jersey woman far, I know. far I too know. much credit. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think the lady breastfeeding her dog has necessarily poured through the legal texts. <laughs> this is what it takes. So I feel like at that point, you'd just like, you know, go use that knowledge to do something else <laughs> besides let a dog no, you're just a you're just an idle lawyer ex- uh, exploiting the system you, you hire her she she's uh, you slip her a 50 and she teaches you how to commit fraud <laughs> <laughs> well i want to segue into this next one all right let's do it is it from new jersey this is about not, dating and it. you might maybe get matched up with this woman from new jersey because she might have the same interests as you in private. Although, this is another legit New Jersey woman? No. <laughs> no, this is Facebook answering privacy concerns a week later with possibly making a matchmaking oh, app. right. By oh. using all that crap they harvested off you to make long-lasting relationships. But don't quotes. you want to see if Jennifer from high school is actually your perfect soulmate? Like, soulmate? No, not really. <laughs> she was kind of. But a you, bitch. you could get matched up with New Jersey woman. She might have the same web browsing history as you. Oh, she's into that weird butt thing I like too. <laughs> right. Oh, that's fucked. Of course, but everybody's so curious. Right. Absolutely. Like, I want to know your shit, but I don't want anybody to know my shit. Like we just went through one of those things with uh, Sarah Ha, where you could like, oh yeah, you could yeah. message somebody anonymously, completely, and tell them like whatever the fuck you wanted. <laughs> I bet that led to a lot of great conversations. I'm, and then, sure, I'm sure no woman was ever brutally sexually harassed. It yeah. was the most oh. brilliant phishing scheme. Afterwards, people started playing on it and just like mass spamming people. Where it's like. You can go to this website, just put in your information and find out who actually said this stuff about you. And it was just like phishing stuff every single time. So people would just get sucked into it and their fucking credentials right over. Jesus Christ is right. But I remember seeing one of those and I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) scam. (laughs) It's almost like, I mean, I don't know. I think I think spam's pretty easy to spot. I know it is. Uh, the One of the things that... I mean, uh, long spammers, gone are majority of the days of Nigerian princes. Now it's 
British millionaires. The Nigerian yeah, prince thing was specifically designed to like root out the suckers who would like call them on the bullshit. The intent exactly. was to filter out and, yeah, the people who would actually so get it. So stupid that, that only the stupid people are there, and then yeah. it's like, oh, he's dumb enough to actually come wire me like a thousand dollars. Because that's the thing is they end up just fucking taking anything. And uh, there's, there was a really, I, I've seen YouTube videos of it because every time around tax season, basically you get all those fucking fake calls just like, oh, there's a problem with your tax thing. You need to send us a $600 iTunes gift card. Otherwise, yeah, I, we're going to go arrest you. I actually saw an article about somebody who was saw how deep the rabbit hole could possibly go. Oh, just, I did they were on the phone. They're just like, okay, I'll go with it. What do you need me to do? Well, can you go to Walgreens and buy like fifty, twenty-five dollar yeah, iTunes right, gift cards? Right, and he's yeah, like, okay, that. but he played it off as if he was so dumb he couldn't figure out how right. to do all this stuff until the telemarketer or spammer switched him over to their the manager, their, their boss, yeah, their quote-unquote headmaster. I can guarantee you that. And place the headmaster is just eventually a call was just, in India. Yeah, the headmaster eventually was just fuck it. This guy's so dumb. <laughs> Just played so dumb. No, I mean, but yeah, they wanted to wire them iTunes gift cards because they're like untraceable or some kind of gift card. I uh, what a mess. remember when my mom got her first Kindle Fire Pad because nobody talked her out of it. That was the one she wanted. Um, okay. We showed her Pandora, and there's all those advertisements on it. And yeah. Like the, Don't the click you those. won the contest thing popped up. <clears throat> She's like, oh, I won something. <laughs> <laughs> And we had to like get, do like a good five minutes worth. It was like, no, that's hold her hand. Time, short, yeah, time for your internet. safety training course on the internet. And the, like one of the hot singles things popped up. She's yeah. like, Ooh, where's, who's this? I always loved that. I don't know about your guys' home that's life, but so I always had that at home where the parents were just, your games are giving us computer viruses. Yep. And then you look how they handle the internet. Right. Yep. Are, are you kidding me? Right. Like me what the downloading f- Warcraft three <laughs> does not ruin this computer. The You're absolute looking ab- every ad. The absolute the abuse. I put my computer that I use mainly at home, like straight up. I fucking just like subject that thing to a bunch of stuff, and it's like literally the older folks at work going to political websites who are getting viruses and just getting their <laughs> shit. <stuff. laughs> just like winding up with AGV automatically installed, and their home page isn't going to the right one. Why is it doing this? Yeah. Why do I have 16 different browser search bars at the top of my phone? <laughs> I feel like that hasn't been a thing for like a while now. Like I'd say it's been a good like five to seven years since that was like really a prominent thing. I remember it's going back to shipping def- department. You know, you know what Dude, though? I have a good practical joke happens. for you. Those people should replace those computers by now. <laughs> I, have a, I have a good practical joke for you that we used to do to people at work and at school. Uh, you, you guys are probably already aware of this. Just screenshot the desktop, make it the background, and delete all the all, <laughs> all the icons. All the icons, and then you lock the toolbar. <laughs> I remember uh, for a brief while um, in my senior year in high school, which was like 2007. You could, they had all the shit, just like the Flash game websites on lockdown, so kids couldn't get to it. Yep, blocked Remember when you could labeled, get to Newgrounds, though? But Google made it so you could make your own homepage, and you could put all the Flash games on your homepage. So you just like sign into your Google account, all your shit would fucking pop up, just like 
fucking, I mean, like, trial bike right on the Google yeah. Home page. My, my buddy next to me had a fucking pet digital fish named Tupac. He would be feeding there. Tupac. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I did definitely not have that tech savvy in school. And uh, we just found websites that... Were, were not effectively labeled with games and yeah. still had flash games. I did on the them. same thing. I remember Newgrounds wasn't blocked there for a real tiny bit, though. I feel like Newgrounds might have done something awesome with their marketing, like not label their website by on games on purpose so it could slide through filters. Yeah, because I feel like that is a, that's like a brilliant marketing idea. Just like, oh, kids in school can play this. Fuck you. In uh, middle school, I was fortunate enough to have a um, a homeroom in a computer lab, and the teacher who was uh, doing it—he was like a temporary teacher. He was like he would just sub sometimes. He did not give a fuck what we did. He would like literally let us have like class-wide room uh, Oregon Trail races. Where he would he would just like say okay on your market set go no. and everybody would start the Oregon Trail at the, the same best. time we had like twenty people though. doing it yeah just um, a little extra break in your day a shout out to all the substitute teachers out there doing the hardest fucking inconsistent job in the world had him for shout homeroom. out shout out to the ones that gave the kids just another break Dude, homeroom and study hall I remember uh, he was trying to he was telling me about uh, this band Guttermouth and just like. I wasn't really into them or whatever, and I was band, like, right? oh, yeah, they were a punk yeah. band, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to check them out. You should burn me a CD of it. He's like, oh, no, 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 I can't do that. Like, <laughs> I get to, like oh, you yeah. get it. So then one day he hands me a CD. He's like, oh, you forgot this in the machine over there. Like, And I was like, no, I didn't. He's like, I think you did. I was like, no, I didn't. So he was like, I think you did. <laughs> he's trying And then so I was hard. like, I was like, oh, oh, right. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. <laughs> Took that CD home. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> those those suck. But uh, fucking. Did you make that it? That guy the, is just a champ. Did, did you make it to the last track mm. with the audio of him masturbating? I wasn't really into like, <laughs> It was like pop punk or. Yeah, it's, it's just like, you, he's, he's just like whispering in my ears sub subtly. He was like really smart though. He would uh like try and sit us down and teach us like the ins and uh, the basics to like binary code and stuff like that and all of us were just like kids were like, oh, I don't get it <laughs> I don't can we play care. line rider <laughs> <laughs> I all the subs that just let the kids take a break or do movie homework or whatever because there were some subs who just day. didn't care what you did you could do you could catch up on your homework or whatever and Shout then there was always you that you weirdly mean sub who's just like the only way to not be eaten alive is to what? hit him like a fucking yeah but it's like what is your bone to pick dot. dude yeah, what dude. is your deal we had a sub that actually ended up getting one of the really cool teachers fired because we were watching um in off days where she didn't really have her lesson plan fleshed out we were just watching the boondock saints essentially oh, nice. uh, not no uh yeah yeah boondock saints the movie yeah and, but they, they wouldn't let you watch that in school yeah but we did. She was, but she was. Obviously, yeah. that's what got her in trouble, though. She was dumb enough to let the the sub play, the it. Sub play it, and the sub told on her, and then she got canned. Ouch. That wow. sucks. There's some people out there who want to ruin bitch. stuff for everyone. It was a dude, too. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. In my opinion, bitch is a pretty gender neutral term. Right. It is now. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know. It definitely is, is to me, but that yeah, is to me. But, a dude can be a bitch. Yeah, especially when you do something bitchy as fuck like that. Right. 
That sucks, dude. I can't even imagine being that petty of an individual where it's like, because what, like high school, right? Yeah. It was like junior year. So you're like of age it to was, watch R-rated movies. It was like literally one of those fuck off classes because I had work release and it's like, okay, there's like some classes to get credits for like four I love hours that you of the called day. it work release. Like it was fucking prison. That's what they called it though. No, it, it was. It was. It, I had that's like, what they called it at school. They called it work release. Yeah, it no, was. Uh, you, it was called else. youth apprenticeship, but uh, it was essentially work release. So I could like, as long as my job <laughs> had something to correspond with a class. Yeah, you could which get was uh, tech ed or whatever. Yeah. just go work at the. At I the I heard they got rid of those programs at at the at the high school, which is just a shame. They were some of the best courses they yeah, offered. Dude, there. They should have used more of those. I honestly. wish I had gone to more of them when I was in attendance. You know they how were much some of the best harder people would try in high school if they had to do six months of a shitty job dude straight up like my fucking half my junior year, all my senior year i was only doing four hours of classes yeah it uh, was the best you remember but liz the- she only she did that too she basically she she was done at like a like 10 30 or 11 and then just hung out to lunch with her friends and then went to work <laughs> I don't even think she started work till like two, but she just like didn't tell him that. But the, so she just got to kick it all afternoon. The thing with the tech ed day, the tech ed classes though, was kids in there that you always thought were like fuck ups really excelled at those classes and really enjoyed them. I'm I right. if they actually got rid of those classes. I'm really disappointed because building building a actual structure foundation to roofing was a lot of fun. Fixing those cars and stuff. I had a lot of good times in those classes. I learned a lot of stuff in those. And I and, like really across the board. Usually the teachers were a different kind of like personality archetype. Yeah, and it engaged the students that a lot of times people saw as just like fuck ups. And I, I'm really disappointed because I actually got but then a letter. Again, some of them were kind of fuck ups. Like you'd have the people like sticking rocket engine electrodes in the wall sockets in that unit. <laughs> I mean, of those kids, some of the teachers know. weren't as diligent. I will definitely give it that. And the, yeah, some of the kids were still fuck ups. But I did get a letter, maybe three years after we were out, about them wanting to end the program. And I actually wrote like a little paper about why they should keep it. And I don't, I don't Dude, know if they have it or not. Please think of the children. Yeah, for real though. Like, I those were good classes. You could yeah, go right were. into those two apprenticeships. We should legalize pot tax and give the money to the school so they can have stuff. So, so <laughs> fucking Germantown can fucking put doors on their stalls in the B-Wing? <laughs> it's the bizarre. That bizarre was where world. the tech ed classes were in yeah. the bizarre high school. world, though. Straight up, the fucking stalls didn't even Here's have the fucking thing, doors. Though. Here's the thing, though. The health room was right need- down from there, too. And you're just like, I don't understand. It was the <laughs> yeah, because it was basically the gym in those two classes. But no, what you know what they actually probably do need though is a new and better football field. Yeah, I know they need to replace the one. Well, that's like, like, what is this, Texas? Uh, Dude, sixteen years old. Yeah, it's it's sixteen years old, and it's not quite as white and shiny and pretty as it used to be. Right. So we're gonna make it bigger. That's the thing, though. That place <laughs> is a football with that inflection town. Again? Dude, like, can crazy, you hit us with though. that inflection again? It's like cultish. <laughs> it is like cult-like, yeah. essentially. No, and like that's what that's what Stefan was kind of saying about like is it, like what is this Texas? Because that's like huge in a lot of like those, especially Texas, but like in a lot of those southern places, even the high school football. Is yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. They spent like almost as money, much money on an NFL stadi- stadium on oh, a high yeah. school. On a high school field, especially in, in some Texas. of those city ones where, like, you, where, no where, where you have like a bigger population where you can pull in some real tax money, you see stadiums for high school sports. 
I, I don't get it. I, I don't might actually need a source on that. That sounds a little ridiculous, but I, I don't get we'll look it up later. I, I encourage say sensationalism here with no founds in reality. <laughs> we I are don't... not investigative journalists and we do not hold anything we say to be true or accurate. We are entertainers first and foremost. I do not get the football deep culture. I understand a lot of people really enjoy football, but I just I'm not that invested into it and the the drive is just self destructive for lack of a better phrase right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, sports can... I have more fun playing sports than watching sports. Um, yeah, absolutely. Unless I there's, think most like... most people don't, actually. I was going to say most people do, do but, but they don't, <laughs> To second-guess yourself on that one, man. Oh. Like, I mean, it's a little bit... It's been obviously harder to play anything as I get older because getting... 10 people who don't have work at the same time <laughs> has become something that's like nigh And then when they're off, Join the do they really want it? Page. I want to because Corey used to be in it and like I, I've known a bunch of people. That's the other thing is getting all those people together and then they want to smash bodies. Just ram each other. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. We have, we have definitely watched some like fun games of football turn into like I think that guy just broke my finger. <laughs> I broke Corey's nose. Oh yeah, you like punched Corey in the face. <laughs> Face once. Tried to tried to tried to strip the it, ball out, and I and just, basically just went for like the knock <laughs> the ball out from your hands, and basically just uppercut Corey. Boom! I'm so sorry, Corey. I still feel bad about that. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! I feel so bad about that. I can't imagine you hurting him. <laughs> just with the way he's built. It was his already broken nose that he got punched <laughs> in, though. And it loosened back up. <laughs> he was like, "Is it straight now?" <laughs> so oh, hey, hey, you saw that. Uh, the our listeners aren't gonna get this, but the fucking Barry Manilow thing. It was yes. like it said to do him. It was like, "Oh, young Corey." <laughs> <laughs> I I said that to Stefan when we bought the same album the week prior. Young I was just Corey. like, I was just like, cover up Barry Manilow's mouth and his hairline, and just look at the eyes and nose. It's Corey. Yeah, dude. It's uh, our friend Corey looks like a husky bear, a husky Mexican Mary Barry Manilow. <laughs> uh, he's got better facial hair though. I would Corey's gonna grow a beard someday. It's I've be never seen Barry Manilow with hair, with facial hair. Barry I saw. I, have you ever heard of that page? Um, uh, millions of dead posers. Yes, you share stuff. I fucking sometimes. love that page. They had a Barry Manilow cover, and it was just uh, it was Barry Manilow's stomach full of cum. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Sweet Jesus, please see us through this. All right, let's take That's a, a good, break. I think we should be. Yeah, we should take a nod on that. <laughs> So that's your podcast, huh? You've been listening to Radio Loud. You can find us on Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Or you can look us up, Radio Loud, on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Or you can tweet us at Loud Podcast. Only use caps, please. All caps when you spell my damn name. Toyota now officially sponsors Overwatch. Okay, of course they do. Speaking of Toyota, I saw something um, where a Hooters employee. I like it already. She won some sort of like 
like it was like a beer drinking competition or something at work. And Holy shit! The thing was, you were going to win a Toyota if you won this. And then they like blindfolded her, brought her out to the fucking parking lot. <laughs> '96 <The 96> Camry. <laughs> it was a literal like Yoda. Toyota. Oh my god! And she tried to sue them for it. I would fuck that. (laughs) That's so bullshit, dude. Fuck that though. It's like obviously a gag. Like that is like a fucking gag that's been done over and over and over again. It used to be done on a show called Make Me Laugh, where like it's like if you win, you get to you win this brand new VCR, and then at the end of it's like yes, you've won this V. This C and this R. <laughs> it, was just, it was like literally like uh, fucking like tinfoil sculptures of the letters. That is punch in the mouth worthy, in my opinion. Fuck yeah, me. that's slappable. That's a slappable. <laughs> I mean, offense. I'm not gonna like beat somebody like down, but like I would hit you. That's unbelievable. That's <laughs> un- your that, yeah, up. that's unbelievable to me. That's. I mean, that's just rude. You gonna you unbelievable. I'd be so mad. You're gonna make me take time out of my day to do, do this dumb thing for your content. I'm either gonna not sign your waiver, you can't use me. I'm gonna say something really, really, really crass on your show, so you can't use my my. You know. Well, I don't think you can get on the show. Like, it would be at the end of the show where they'd like reveal it. Yeah, I suppose as far as being able to tank the whole thing, but I would love one. Uh, speaking of. Toyotas. I have an article that the Pentagon has decided to ban Hawaii and ZTE at U- at its U.S. installation. So it would be like government contractors and stuff that they really, you know, have to say over what is allowed inside. When you say they're banning it. Hawaii, you're not talking about the state, right? No. Hawaii, H-U-A-W-E-I. It's a brand. Hawaii? Yeah, Hawaii. I don't know. Sure. They're banning Jesus from the Pentagon. But uh, they're banning these Chinese made and manufactured electronical devices, so that'll be electronical. Electronic devices, which would be like laptops and phones and stuff for security reasons. And I, I think that's smart because I remember recently there was a story um, about people, dis- I don't know who discovered it, but it was a Chinese drone manufacturer that had Wi Fi connectivity. And there was cameras in the drones. They discovered that the Chinese were using this for like, to spy. Yeah, to spy. Yeah, I'd seen something about some of their plug-in devices. Maybe had like malware on them. As soon as you plug them in, it was just started ripping stuff off of your computers. That, so yeah, I mean, that, I, I agree. It's a smart move to I, keep keep them out. I just love it though, because it's like they build everything we use. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like just something crazy. You gotta, you don't even think about it. It's gonna be that thing though, where we like all our soldiers go to pull the triggers and they just like flip a switch. It's gonna be like click, click. <laughs> he click, still's click, not click. shoot. Oh no! Although I know we make all our own guns yeah. and shit because got Mossberg and that's why all that other goodie. Although to be fair, I've I've like seen this memed before and it's actually like quite true though that the the defense con- like the defense budget is like one of the biggest sources of welfare in the country. Yeah, yeah, it's a public works project. Yeah, essentially, essentially. Uh, that's what I've said. Our, that's what I've said. Our our place does. Yeah, essentially, it, it, it just employs people to build shiny guns instead of working on infrastructure. 
And there's also the fact that uh, keeping factories going in peacetime, where they're like tooled to do this kind of manufacturing. If you ever do need the manufacturing, yeah, you can just amp it up. Yeah, it's it's cheaper to keep those running in peacetime than it is to repurpose factories that are tooled yeah. for other things. What I really want to talk about, though, was the future I'm interested in of, obviously, we build our own PCs, but making our own phones each component oh yeah that's very popular in china there was a guy who was just on um linus tech tips like he literally just did a video with him he was the guy who built the iphone through like i have seen that that's what i want to talk about sourced the chinese markets the video is a little older though right because i had seen it i had seen it i had seen it three or four years ago and i'm excited for that that could be really cool essentially what they had done is they went and just like sourced pcs in like PC parts in a flea market, and they built a PC like right outside of the place. The one I watched, he built an actual iPhone. Yeah, well, this was the same guy yeah. that did that years he just ago. Likes doing that. Just like online as tech tips with him, and he was building a PC for him. He built like a little workstation for him. I think but, that's, like, the flea that's market cool. shit is crazy there. Yeah, you got to be really careful too. He said he had to be really hesitant and careful about what he was buying. Yeah, because you get ripped off. Yeah. Uh, one of the major issues with uh, Chinese source components is that um, it's literally just a it's like a lowest bidder market where you're seeing the biggest deals. And essentially buyers will go into factories and buy the defects pile and just put it back into the market and sell them like they're actual good components. Yeah. I mean, that was one you? of the things that um, <laughs> uh, Ooh, no, actually, because because you're not scum? Yeah, because I'm not fucking scum, essentially. Um, one of the problems with the first 3D printer I bought, that baby over there right behind you, the power supplies and the boards, the power supplies would crank too much power through the boards that essentially were them. controlling everything. They would fry certain electri- electric components in it, and they were prone to fires. So yikes! As long as you did your research, it was a very well-known flaw, and like you knew exactly what you had to buy to circumvent it. Uh, it's like a little MOSFET board. I don't know what that stands for. I'm not an elect- electric engineer, but MOS feature. As long as you just did your homework before you bought it, you knew what you had to do. But I have seen some people who bought these things and then took a picture of it. It's like, oh, here's a pile of ash in my fucking garage. Yeah. For real though, that goes that holds true with so many things and it's crazy to me how few people do this. Doing research before you buy anything. Right. Oh, just j- jumping in on it. Well, just some people just like first. have that kind of fucking money like we we have a friend who kind of has money that they're just bringing it in and it's like, wow, you're really spending money like kind of like frivolously, frivolously. Yeah. not even like frivolously it's like if you really were like strapped for cash like or you knew that this wasn't always going to be constant that you, you'd be saving this money for like a rainy day yeah 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 I definitely but I mean just like the general I don't know and then the people especially though who claim to then be burned after not doing any of the homework like I'm thinking about like the gaming industry especially you have no excuse nowadays to not know exactly what fucking My game early access game didn't pan out. Like they're not releasing a full game. Like any any you game a now, demo, you bro. can jump on Twitch and immediately see what it's like to literally play this game at this exact moment. 
I literally just had that thought with what you said because you've said that in the past. I was playing yeah. um, Offworld Trading Company. If you go to the front page of Steam today, yeah. they're like pushing that because they've gone through a few revisions. It's like a really cool game now. It's okay. from the same company that did uh, Sins of a Solar Empire. They actually have like a game client yeah. now when yeah. you download mm. it. Uh, oh, but I was. God, I hate that everyone wants to make their own fucking client. I know. We you have Steam for a reason, right. god damn it. And then Let's they go, vet about the one that is. To Steam? They didn't yeah. make me. Let's vet about the one that's really. Make a password and all that stuff. Me. It still worked through Steam. It just had all their other games listed in the client too, which was cool. Let's vet about Ubisoft real quick. Fuck Ubisoft. Why the Let fuck? me say this. Let Dude. me say this though. On the no excuses front, literally in the Steam game description, it says. You can expect this amount of hours of content from this campaign, from these different factions, and there's nine of them. That's it good to have. It literally spells out how much time you can expect, that's, because that's I good. imagine they had a bunch of fucking bitchy consumers who was like, oh, this content's not long enough. They're yeah. like, you can expect this many hours out of the campaign times this many times, depending on the factions yeah, you, you play, replay, and then skirmishes, factions. 20 to 30 minutes. I, I ex that's cool and I appreciate that because apparently everyone believes their single player experience should be as in depth as Skyrim or Fallout with just endless repayability which is just fucking asinine yeah I think yeah, it's a right? ridiculous you're gonna concept. take some of the best open world <laughs> games ever made and go this needs to equal that but I, I really want to vet about this doubling up on clients shit oh, Ubisoft I hate company. you guys garbage for doing company this. Boom. I swear to God, every time we're getting to the point in June, I think it is, E3 is going to come around and they're going to fucking start having the live broadcasts of like the keynotes for all the manufacturers. It comes up every year. It's like, please, Ubisoft, just send a rep out on the stage, stage and say, you play is now discontinued. Drop the mic. Fucking. Oh my God. Who plays so oh, garbage? Oh, yes. There's no reason if you have a game on Steam to double up with another Steam. Or what your attempt at it should be. I don't have a problem with that as long as it fucking works. Uplay has just been notorious for... It's it's worse than fucking games for Windows Live. Dude, I know it's terrible. It's been hacked because it's fucking garbage security. And it basically makes you sign a terms of service that says we can even try and stay running when you're, you know, not playing this and maybe yeah. look at other games you play and try. You know what I'm saying? Like it has a really invasive terms of service. I almost refunded the game I bought because of the terms of service. But, but you didn't. Nope. And are you having a good time? Nope. What game was this? <laughs> Rainbow, Rainbow Six. Six. Not having a good time with Rainbow Six? I am only playing it because all my friends are playing it right now. I bought it and I've not played it once with Stefan and that's why I bought it. So yeah, I can get on and play Stephen. it with us sometime. Uh, hit me up, dog. The okay, learning, I'll text you. Uh, the learning curve? The learning curve is similar to League of Legends learning curve. It's steep. It's steep. You give, you get to about level 40, that's when stuff starts clicking. And it does not take that long if you're putting in some time. It is steep though. I will agree with that. It basically comes down to getting ready to learn a lot of three-dimensional house maps. It's like it's like 3D chess. There's multiple layers. So Trump is actually the world's best Rainbow Six player. That's why he's not scared of North Korea or China. You guys actually want to talk about Trump a little bit? No. Next. No, no not this week. Maybe next week. But Stormy, when I'm no, but Stormy Daniels is suing him for defamation over tweets. I know he's getting... The president... I, is, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> the president of the United States is legitimately being sued by a porn star. Over tweets for defamation. Porn star. I one of the things that's come out of it is really the the fucking vileness of um, people that I know in real life, and these people tend to be people I knew from high school, like some of those leftovers hmm. on Facebook, where they are literally talking about. You know, like I love that you call them leftovers. <laughs> it's because I've moved on from a lot of no, the people I, it, that it's I. It's so fitting. I understand exactly what you mean, but I love. And if that old roast. If you're listening to this, uh, from, and you're, I know you from high school. It doesn't necessarily mean you, yeah, but, but probably you does. probably know who I'm talking about. <laughs> At least have a few of those. So. I, I hate it how people are talking about uh, like porn stars and sex workers like they're second class citizens essentially. It's like, oh, you want to fucking like defend yourself like you have some sort of like code of honor or whatever. It's like, dude, she was just fuck in a, you. She was just in a porno. She had sex. Fuck you. I watched Zach <laughs> yeah. and Mary. I watched Zach I and Mary made a porno. A they're real people. Yeah, like I, I I do think that's bullshit though. If there were no sex workers, there wouldn't be any porn. Exactly. Uh -oh. yeah, it's like straight uh -oh. up you, you're Are you gonna it? tell me you've never like rinked one out? <laughs> Fuck you, you're watching it. Right? Like, like I mean it's literally the world's the world's oldest profession. Are they, are they still a person? Yes. Like absolutely and it's, it's unbelievable. I, I just can't it's like I mean, oh, it takes, a, down, it takes a certain type of person and a certain type of lifestyle, but like at the same time it's a person. A promiscuous a one. And what's wrong with that? I mean, that's the thing. Like, you would assume they're promiscuous. Maybe they just fuck on camera, and that's not really how they go about the. Okay, rest of it. So I, I agree with you. That maybe that wasn't the right way. It's a facade. Of it. Maybe that's the right way of saying it, but that's just not. That's not really fair to me to just blow somebody off because they did porn. And on the flip side, yes, I've seen it where like you have a porn star who is literally at a convention and it's like somebody comes up to him and is like eating their ass out on the fucking like convention floor. Yeah. Well, I haven't gone to any of those. So Photo op. Uh, uh, I'm not saying I went to one, but I've seen, uh, I saw a gif today. But would you know, you? That could be, <laughs> you know though, Milwaukee, that could be kind of fun if, if we went to like a, a porn yeah, thing. It would be like yeah, the Metalocalypse episode where they go to the porn awards. <laughs> and William Murderface He's with his girlfriend right uh, He's with his girlfriend but she falls down the stairs Goes into a coma and then she can't say no To him going to the porn awards And she becomes the perfect girlfriend <laughs> I gotta say Metalocalypse that show is just Absolute dynamite Oh god I sold all my beer and money for little kids clothes <laughs> That's brutal Question though If there was a Milwaukee porn, porn awards Porn awards would you go yeah, it'd be cool. It would, I mean, what? from Milwaukee? No, hope no, just like hosted, oh, like like hosted in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'd I mean, go. not that there would ever be anything hosted in Milwaukee when Chicago. Why, Sean? You trying to network? Huh? You trying to network? I mean, a man's gotta eat <laughs> ass. <laughs> gangsters eat the booty. America. Do it for your country. Do it for the cunt. The real question is though. Tree. It wouldn't be here in Milwaukee. It would be in Chicago. And I want to know why that is. Why is no one coming to, Ch to Milwaukee anymore? Because Chicago's cooler. Is there some sort it's of tax bigger. or something? No, though? it's just bigger. And if you're going to hit the Midwest and our giant expanse of shitty nameless cities, Chicago's the one to hit. Uh, Yeah, I agree that. 
but uh, I feel like Milwaukee. market. Milwaukee has a better charm. You you come home like We're you go there. to Chicago, you hang out, and then you come home to Milwaukee, and you're just like, ah. Yeah, I feel I feel like you Milwaukee party isn't in as Chicago. Exhaustive. You and you have your like your your hair of the dog in Milwaukee. It is like it's it's. It's true. They say it is the biggest small town. It really is. Like, yeah. people are fucking nice. I'm just surprised people yeah. don't come here, you know, as a tour date, and then they blow off, like, the next day or two or whatever, and then well, that's keep what a going. tour is, though. They, you blow <laughs> <laughs> But they, they're going from Chicago. <laughs> they're going from Chicago, and then they go right to, what, Minnesota? Usually? Uh, I don't know. Or I don't on the flip to, 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 to Philly, like, maybe. Like, uh, Honestly, I've seen amazing like a lot of tours that don't follow like a direct path like that because of when they have to schedule the like the venues they want. They actually jump like all the fuck over the oh, country over the course. The ones of, I uh, look at, at least for metal bands, is they. Well, a lot of these guys come from Europe, but they go east coast and they go around the perimeter of the United States. You know why? Because they have to. They like they don't have the money to just. Jump, jump all over wherever yeah. yeah but their plan makes logistical sense yes so i'd assume most tours would make logistical sense because that's important when you're scheduling and budgeting i mean a it all depends tour. on yeah i mean it, it all depends on what kind of artist you are what kind of venues you're doing where you're playing if you're a big you know. dummy you don't plan out the logistics hey Sorry. now that we're on music uh, what are you listening to this week, Sean? Uh, do you want to start us off while I open oh, up my... Jesus Christ, I, you guys... Sean said... Uh, Doug said we wouldn't be ready for this one before we sat down. Peter right, we fucking were. Gabriel. Yeah? Okay. Peter Gabriel. I was on my way to work this morning listening to 88.9, and they just had this one-off from one of his albums. I didn't know what it was. I shazammed it. So you got it. You only have a one-off. You don't have a whole album. No, I have an whole album. I went and checked out the whole album. It's uh, Peter G- Gabriel Soul. And um, for those of you who don't know who Peter Gabriel is, he was pretty much the engine. He was the main guy behind Genesis in the uh, mid to late seventies with like Phil Collins. Or, yeah, early seventies. So he went off and started doing a solo career after that. And in the beginning of it, he kind of had this like weird thing he was doing, where he went and he recorded like three solo albums, and they were all named Peter Gabriel. At a boy. I know. And the, the way he explained boy. it, it was like, well, it's like an issue of a magazine. The magazine doesn't change titles. I like this though. I like this as a concept. Yeah, it, it, I thought that was a cool concept. Like, however, listening to the music, I was committed to going through this one album. Because, getting all the way through it because it's important yes. for a lot, of, a lot of music. The sleeper hit that I heard on the radio was a song called Red Rain and it is just a fuck it is a it's heavy almost it's a pop song it, he's kind of like a, a prog rock guy like Genesis was very kind of progressive when they came out I kind of want to put it on but I only have a live version well, yeah we can't and we can't I wish uh, we really 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 wish we could I we, we, we can listen to it later but uh, j- it's it's very simple the main drive of the riff is just a full step it's just very dun dun it's just two notes sustained that really drive the song and it makes it very memorable um but I did not expect the track after 
which was the breakout single that like took him to platinum Stardom. status. This was uh, 1986. This album came out. Peter did Gabriel. His, so did his solo career eclipse his career in Genesis? I don't think so. Uh, no, no. Genesis was big. Actually, uh, no. Well, I don't think anything he did really eclipsed that. I don't. I, I can't really say. He the track after that was a song called Sledgehammer, which everybody knows. It's still played on the radio to this day. It's that dun 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 It has gotcha, this really gotcha. cool stop motion music video that goes with it. It's It fucking reeks of the 80s when you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the stench is so yes. thick you can taste it. You can literally taste the 80s just w- with your eyeballs watching this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, the, the rest of the album has its like... Like the tracks here and there that were cool, but those are like the two, like that you had this like really really cool song that had a music video but wasn't really a big hit, and then you had the platinum hit that really put him on the map for coming out of progressive into the pop world stage. I'm gonna check this out. This sounds like a lot of fun. This was 1986, so this put him on the world spectrum, and then he didn't release another album until 1992. And some shit had happened in his, like, personal life, and uh, the album was, like, much darker, and there was, like, I don't know, there's, it's, it's just, it's, it was kind of a mess of, like, sounds, I feel like. Probably, like, how his life was, it sounds like. Uh, Not necessarily that, like, I think the, the darker stuff kind of came more from, like, the subject matter of the lyrics. The music kind of was just, like, had, like, world styles that were just mixed kind of incongruently. The way I summed it up in my head was essentially this was the dry run for the Lion King soundtrack that Elton John did. I feel like that's like the kind of sound it was, you know, 92 going in. I think Lion King came out like 94, 95, somewhere in there. You can really hear this kind of style even in Phil Collins' soundtrack to Tarzan. Gotcha. Um, but then, essentially, the the consensus is he waited too long from 86 with his, like, first, like, really big breakout to into drop the pop the, scenes the to the second one. Yeah. If you would have probably just did It'd something Been a little sooner. more consistent with his yeah. release dates, he could have garnered more chugga-chugga engine steam. One of the things that interested me about him is that he had branched off into other media, and that something is, like, I... I'm interested in myself. Like I wrote music and then got interested in like doing music for film, maybe a little bit too early. And you know, <laughs> you you know that cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> As to what he wrote in like other mediums, I do not know because I only really focused on this album. I'm not, I didn't make it through the second album. I'm not super familiar with his solo stuff. I've only experienced Genesis. And it, when I experienced Genesis, this was like a light toe dipping. And then I pulled my foot out because I obviously, those of you who are listening don't know me, but I am way more into a heavier and, <laughs> yeah, a heavier and darker subset. Although, to be fair, I do love some some good 70s rock i had mentioned this to a co-worker today i was like yeah we're experimenting more with the format of the show and last week we introduced this thing on the suggestion of uh, one of the members 
that we... You can say my name, Sean God Sullivan. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Sullivan uh, suggested that we do... Use all caps when you spell the man's name. Yeah, but I, I do like this edition of the format because music is a huge part of at least my life. I love music. So what he said, he was like, oh, what are you doing this week? I was like... Peter Gabriel. He's like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> like this guy, this is this dude's like fifty. So he's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> what do hey, you shout got, out? Sean? Shout out to my boy Jeff if you listen this far. He said he was gonna check out this week. So, so Doug's got the shout outs and shit. What do you got today, Sean, for an album? I just got some of the most bittersweet news in my life, and she's pregnant. Yes. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) What's the new album for you? Uh, Well, to be honest with you, uh, I know I actually just already talked about this before, but I'm trying to relive the the glory of the concert I went to go see. So I've been listening to Apathy's Perestroika this week. Uh, Perestroika using a lot of really really cool like 1980 uh, like Cold War era samples of. you know, some presidential speeches, a little bit of Russian in the background. There's like some newscast like talking about, you know, like the sudden increase of like knowledge about Russia and like Russian terms and what they mean. When did this album come out? This album came out like just like a year ago, I think actually. Apathy being the absolute fucking content beast that he is. Not only does he manage to produce a solo album, like more than one a year. When you say produce, do you mean just he is he's, he's publishing producer. it but is right? he actually producing he's his own producer too? isn't he he works with multiple producers to like make the songs but he writes some you know release them like these like these are all solo album projects by him i feel uh, like just to not like interject and take any steam away from you i feel like producer nowadays is such an overused term where it's like you have a, a friend who makes like beats or music and stuff like that they're like all about that like oh i'm gonna put on this facade that i'm a producer i'm gonna try and speak the lingo and it's like the people actually making the music at that level it's just like dude you are just stamping cunt on your forehead and yeah i I totally agree it's a red flag this is a guy who has actually been doing this for like 30 years and does actually produce his own music like a lot of the times or has his good friend self-titled uh you know, produce some of his stuff because self is appears to show up a lot more behind the boards than in front of him nowadays. But that's neither here nor there. I feel like that's a natural thing that happens as you get older. And in fact, I was when I was talking to him, and I know I talked about this a little bit on a previous podcast, so I won't really dwell on it. But they were even saying that, like, yeah, we're probably got you know only a handful more tours in us. And I did not kind of ask, like, you know, why? Like, is it, is there a particular reason? I mean, obviously you've been doing this a while. And he's like, yeah, you know, at a certain point, you just you're you're you know, like you get a little older running around the whole you know everything it takes a little bit out of you you want to just kind of sit back like make the paper the other way you there's know? also not any money left into it i mean like, the only money i think really left isn't left is in touring yeah if you're like if you're out there selling merch that's where the artists are making their money as yeah. long as it's not built into the contract where like even nowadays labels are having artists sign the agreements because they're desperate to give them a cut of that money. Yeah, and, that, well, and that's the thing. I was there. I bought so much All merch right. from them. But do you guys want to hear my bittersweet news? What is it? Our one and only baby Corey is on his way to see us. 
tonight? Right now? Yes. Really? Oh, shit. Yes. Holy oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Bittersweet house. He's in town? He will be in Wauwatosa in, in, in about an hour. <laughs> so that oh means two God. hours. <laughs> that means two hours, Corey time. So my album is a jazz album, actually, with Kenny Garrett, which a lot of people probably aren't too familiar with unless you're a jazz enthusiast. He was a member of Duke Ellington's orchestra and Miles Davis's band. Hmm. And the album that I... This is one of my favorite jazz albums. It's called Songbook. It's completely his own compositions, and then he is supported by Kenny Kirkland, uh... A pianist, the bassist, Nat Reeves, and then drummer, Jeff Watts. I just love this album. It was honestly my introduction to jazz, and I re-listened to it this this week, over the course of the week, maybe two or three times. So he wrote all these compositions, and then he is an alto saxophonist, and he experiments from using alto saxophone styles to using tenor saxophone styles and then he has melodic swing jazz to like melancholy ballads i i love this album it's probably one of my it like i said it's my probably my top is it one of those albums that it's like jazz that um when i had listened to a good jazz album it's usually one of those albums where I don't have the um, ini- like not initial um, the gradual realization where it's like oh I'm listening to jazz now where it's just like fucking long like like where everybody is like oh we are expressing ourselves essentially but it's literally like freestyle jazz yeah okay. That's, that's I, I want to say no okay. to that, but that's my approach okay. to jazz is vastly different. I kind of see jet. I picture uh, it's sa- in the name. I know, but I picture the a saxophonist more like a guitarist, just kind of like wheedling around. I. Yeah, but it sounds kind of good when guitars do it. Sax I can disagree. S- um, sax, sax sounds good. Too. My boy Jeff, I fucking walk in. And he'll be listening to like Grateful Dead, and I was it, like first I don't thing like in Grateful the morning. Dead. Me neither. Yeah. And I say like, isn't it a little Sorry, early guys. for wank? <laughs> that that's what the terminology for just self-indulgent guitar solos is. It's called wank. Well, okay, I'm gonna I'll give you my three songs off this album. Sound of the that was gonna be my question. Pig, Sound of the Flying Pygmies, a hmm. song of songs. Oh, sorry. A song of song, and then before it's time to say goodbye. So there definitely is some self-indulgent wank, I guess you could call it. But I never really approached it in that way because I've always is seen there any other kind of wank. I've always seen I've always seen sax more of like expressionist guitar, right? But I I guess that's what made Bill Clinton so cool. The wank. He could play the saxophone, and it's a very expressive instrument, you know. Also, but the, it, this is definitely this was definitely my introductory jazz CD for maybe like not even that long ago. It was maybe five five years ago was the first time I heard this CD, and I was like, I could get I could get into some jazz. I could see 
how much deeper this goes. Because although I had listened to Duke Ellington and obviously Miles Davis, the king of cool, I this one I feel like kind of got Miles Davis might be the king of cool, but Miles Davis he's a little less spicy. Miles a Davis tepid. is the king of cool. <laughs> And I think Do- didn't best. John Cheadle just do a movie as Miles did Davis he? too? I don't know, but he did do a movie as Captain Planet. Oh no, that was a fucking joke thing. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for catching up. <laughs> welcome to the but Kenny welcome Garrett. Welcome to the Loudcast. We're Kenny Garrett loud, and songbook. It's his full comp. Nothing but serious shit. <laughs> it's his full compositions, and he I, he got nominated for a oh, jazz his stuff. It's, all, it? it's his full. It's all he wrote everything for it. And then he actually got nominated for a Grammy for Best Jazz Instrumentalist in 1998 for this album. One of the things I've uh, found interesting about um, people who are considered like virtuistic in their instruments. Virtuosos, if you will. um, It's that like they'll put out these highly technical albums and people will just be like, wow, this dude's just on another page. And it's like when you look at it logically... He is literally just publishing exercises that he developed himself in order to like <laughs> these are my to get scales. his to get his chops up. Yeah to, yeah, to get his chops, he just actually applied it to like something musical. That's how they're called etudes, essentially. That's kind of how it, Sean Lane's stuff is. That's isn't French it? for it today's. Isn't that isn't that kind of how Sean Lane's stuff is for? Possibly, I couldn't say because I don't know the history behind the artist, but I know who Sean Lane is. I love that shit. But yeah, but his his uh, I forgot the name of the album. It's on the tip of my tongue. But his it's stuff a, is very it's very scale based for each song. It's like some Atosin Abasi stuff. Like some of it is literally just him developing concepts in the thumb and tapping stuff, the thumping as yeah. a lot of people call it, uh, which came from. Um, Something that Victor Wooten, the bass player, was uh, kind of like quintessential in developing. But he just essentially went mad with it, developed his own uh, exercises. But I feel like one of the things that um, when you're doing your chops and you're practicing your rudiments is that you can't just sit there for fucking hours in a day just doing these exercises. You have to eventually, it's like once you have like gotten over the initial concept, had a few days of rest because like sleep and letting it just like sink in is very quintessential to muscle memory and just letting it kind of permeate your your subconscious, essentially letting your brain kind of take over your body and like thinking about it less, letting your body do it more. You kind of have to take those out of the rudiment and get out of just playing this non-melodic thing or not even non-melodic, non-musical thing into like applying it to actual music as soon as possible. And I feel like that's where a lot of these like good musicians come from is that they, well, they start applying these concepts that they're just doing rudiments think, and then doing it in actual music. I think you should check this album out then. Kenny Garrett Songbook. It's all his own compositions, and like I said, he's got some serious back history chops with Duke Ellington's orchestra and then Miles Davis's band. I really love this album. It's a good album. I'm a fan of Ellington. It's good. It's actually my Snapchat. Miles so. Davis. Miles Davis. So come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. We'll do a podcast. It'll be fun. You've been listening to Radio Loud.
If you want to find us on multiple media platforms like YouTube, just type in Radio Loud, you big dummy. Or you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Questions, criticisms, if you would like to get on the show, add us at Loudest Podcast on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, the time is now. It's our only original content, the suggestion box. <laughs> Does anybody else have some reads this week? I got two. Okay, then uh, I'll let you jump in on it. Um, Expendables with D-listers, including wait, the likes they weren't of, D-listers, already? including the likes of Bruce Campbell <laughs> and Tremors character Burt Gummer. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I like this and very various other D-list action stars. But at the time of writing this, I couldn't think of too many. Do you guys have any? Uh, Jean Claude, he was in that, but oh. I feel like he would be like not a list. He was in Expendables. I know that's yeah. what I'm Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I have a there's a lady at work, a black lady at work. She loves Steven Seagal, and I can't convince her to that not. he's just lame ass. Like, to, to this was news to her. What a fucking lame ass son so, of a bitch Steven Seagal was. So, we have our we have our primary team oh, Bert yeah. Gummer, Bruce Campbell, and Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal's the muscle. That's, what the, are, that's the joke the whole time. Is he's like breaking necks. He's just the whole time. Like, I feel out the Garrow. I feel like there's a lot of witty overlap, but that's fine. But what are they gonna? What are like they? What are they fighting? Overlap. Demons? Are they fighting Russians? What are they up against? Uh, I feel like it's gonna be some sort of. Um, disgruntled military terrorist takeover where like some sort of sect of the military becomes like yeah, it, it, fed up with their position and then they have to like take this hostage like, like a militia group or an under siege situation okay some like doomsday preppers like take a town hostage yeah it's a militia <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and like Steven Seagal Jean-Claude Van Damme Bruce Campbell and who was that Burt Gummer one? I don't know the guy's actual name off the top of my head he's that D-list we, right. don't, we don't even know his fucking name <laughs> Jamie Kennedy can tag along too the guy who played <laughs> he's the- trying to patch things up with Reba like as a subplot in <laughs> And Jamie Kennedy, who is his son in Tremors, can tag along. I was going to ask if we're going to put him in there, but I don't even think he's, he's not D-list. worthy. He's not an action. Not he's worthy. Not even action lister. No. Not worthy. Um, there's definitely some more we could dig up if I had another lifetime. But do you, do <laughs> if you, I had do another you guys three like minutes to think about it, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like it though? Yeah, I yeah, love it. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. Absolutely love it. Absolutely. Um, while we're on that, while uh, this kind of came out of, I knew. Tremors was going to come up this week. Bert Gummer was going to come up. <laughs> we love you, Bert. Gun Birdie. nut pornos. It's a thing. Snufflex? S- no. Semi-auto-erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Claymore cream pie. Full metal jack it. <laughs> Skeet shoot. <laughs> and full auto-erotic asphyxiation. Uh, th- those are just... You got all the porno names right there. You got any other ones that could potentially be linked to gun nut humor? Naughty Nades 9. <laughs> a household favorite. Oh, we my have been God. making a military-themed porno joke for probably 10 years now. We, we, went, to a, we went to a buddy's house and... Uh, who was no R.I.P. no longer with yeah, us. Yeah, R.I.P. The dude. late, the great. Yeah. Uh... 
but it, he put some porno on. <laughs> it's just like, we what were, is this, Naughty Nades 9? Because it was literally a girl in like a, like a one-man pop tent in the woods. <laughs> and like camo pants. Just like so it was It was the it. exact stuff you're thinking of. It was full metal jacket. Oorah, dude. <laughs> yeah, oorah, dude. For real, though. It was like, so you just finished basic, huh? <laughs> And we're all sitting there kind of scratching our heads. It was just, just like, like in the background as we were like playing drinking games. Yeah, playing just cards like, or whatever. Yeah, and just like, you know, getting smashed. And every now and then someone would look over and go just like, oh, what the fuck? This is still on? <laughs> and then we'd all be drunk and forget. And it would just happen every 15 minutes. Made some Cornish game hen with taco seasoning. Yeah, we did definitely get drunk and unfreeze and use taco seasoning and paprika spices. Everyone, I think everyone game liked them. Though. Oh, they came out great. They were spicy and I delicious. put a lot of work into those. It's <laughs> like there I can make a this lot part. of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you got to read? Yeah, I do. All right. So this one's kind of based on something that's a little out of your guys's probably knowledge zone. Um, it's in the mobile game theme of Harry Potter. Uh, my girlfriend being an enormous oh Harry Potter god, fan. Oh my god, I know there is a fucking mobile game. <laughs> yes, so it is, it is. I don't know anything about it, but I know there is one. So it it, it just came out. Um, it's it's like it's kind of like Telltale gamey, where it's just kind of like you follow like a little mystery or something. But essentially, what they do then to stop you, since there's no like actual like mission or fight or real gameplay, is they. It's like I Spy. Yeah, and so they basically just make you tap a glowing, like, something. It'll be like... Here's the Quidditch. Oh. It'll be like, inspect, and you'll have to tap it four times and use four energy to look at this thing. And you'll have, like, a bar you have to fill up. So essentially, you can do, like, half a mission, and then you have to wait, like, two hours until you have any more energy to, like, do anything. And if, the, if, if, if real life worked like that, and you only had a certain amount of energy to apply to certain things, which things do you just completely say, not important? <laughs> What's not worth the energy it takes to do? <laughs> to tap four times? Uh, getting the perfect balance of hot and cold water in the shower. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. No, nah, I disagree. I will tap five times for that. Uh, getting the perfect balance of hot and cold water when I'm washing dishes so I don't scald myself. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Folding my pants. Yeah. Look, look behind (laughs) you. (laughs) Oh, Doug, we know the depths of your savagery. Uh, uh, Plating my food. Stop doing that. (laughs) Oh, really? I'm a, I'm a, see, I guess I just, it's the details. I'm not going to spend four energy to plate my food. I'll spend three, probably. Because you first you eat with your eyes, man. Have you ever watched a cooking show? <laughs> yeah, but those guys are expending energy for me. Oh. oh, yeah. Okay, I have one that is titled "Funeral Cannon." You just You're talking about like the? You, I'll let you go into it. A person's last wish is to be cremated and shot out of a cannon. This sounds very reminiscent like a of confetti Hunter. Cannon? Yeah, Hunter Thompson. Like a uh, confetti cannon. This comes from like a, a something I was going over with somebody at work. But it's like, okay, so the second part of this is the funeral parlor or whoever is handling the logistics of this mists. Mi- they miss the cremation part and just end <laughs> up shooting your intact body 
out of the cannon. Like Genghis fucking Khan laying siege to a city, shooting prisoners over the walls. Yeah, yeah, just catapulting bodies. But it's like a modern and... cannon or a modern railgun. I feel like you just rip apart the explosive right? force. You would just shoot out blood mist. Just a, yeah, the red mist comes a, comes a waft. It would just be red powder at that time because it all like coagulates and becomes a. Solid. Yeah, if you've if you've gone through the stages of. I feel like the only way to really know is to get a big carcass and test this out. Mythbusters. Let's go we're, Mythbusters. It. Let's buy Mythbusters. Buy we're digging you guys out. We're digging you guys out. Let's shoot out some uh, just a corpse of Regamortis. See if it could. What maybe that was why Genghis Khan did it, not because. He wanted to instill fear into his enemies. It's because the bodies were hardened <laughs> through regimortis. Well, I mean, he did like cows and all that stuff. It was just to spread the, the disease. It was also sickness. just and terrifying because that guy was just a psychopath. Some of the stories about the stuff he did, like historically, apparently, he laid down enemies, like his captured prisoners, like cords of wood and stacked them on top of each other with like layers of like boards. Yeah. And then had a feast on top of them with like all of his generals and their families and they slowly crushed these people to death as they fucking like partied Jesus. in their victory like this guy was a fucking nutter I, I mean saw something. They, they had stories about Vlad doing similar stuff too well though. he was the impaler when the Ottomans advanced yeah but he, he they have pictures of him draw of drawings of him eating on top of his his uh, victim. Well, he well. definitely became like a boogeyman to the Ottomans, and whether sensationalized or, lo- or not, he yeah. definitely played into that whole. I am the last defender of Christianity against the encroaching yeah. Muslim hordes of the Ottoman Empire. But there's definitely and some similarities in went in those crazy. kind of stories. Oh yeah, totally. Back right. on the uh, the diseased body part, I saw a really interesting story today that there's a town I think in Finland where it, you are literally forbade to die there for. a very logistical reason. They're like high enough. It's too much work. <laughs> in, no, they're high enough into the Arctic Circle that when they bury you, like the, the tundra is frozen. Mm-hmm. So if they yeah, bury they you, you, in the ground. you don't decompose. So essentially anything that could potentially be like a contagion lives is essentially in stasis with you. So they essentially had to exhume everybody who was buried once they decided to do this, ship them out, and then like if you if you're suspected to like die, they'd get you out of there before you even have the chance. Can you imagine? That's, that's if interesting because in like Louisiana kind of and stuff, you can't be buried in the ground because of how low the ground is and then with flooding. So and they the have water table. Yeah, they keep you buried above ground, so it's mausoleums. Yeah, they, after a hundred years ground. of no visitors, they flip you, burn you, and kick you out, and they use your grave for somebody else. But I'm 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 surprised Louisiana doesn't have something similar to that. But can you imagine though being in a country where like your shits together to the point where what you have to worry about are possible maybe infectious diseases up in some one remote town that are buried underneath four feet of ice like we're down to solving those we're talking white walkers here yeah you know what i'm saying like we're ready for the apocalypse now because finland was was this finland yeah Yeah, i think trust me though they have finland is right up in that little nordic nest of uh the perfect amount of socialism and seclusion where they have also um what's the right word uh responsibly invested all their oil money to where they basically have created a little bit of a utopia up there 
a very you talking exclusive. Finland or Norway? Apparently, all of Scandinavia. In yeah. Scandinavia, a, it is it is voted one of the greatest places to live. Frozen pizza is so like, popular up there that the like jingles, Jackson shit though. The jingles regularly place on like the top like Billboard hits of the people. Yeah, they love like That's, Jackson shit. It's weird. Well, also I love Jacks too. They probably my frozen pizza choice have like either locally or different sourced stuff where they might not be getting the same quality jacks as us that's true they might actually right, they have got it. that fermented <laughs> shark and because like if you're already going to export something especially if it comes from america or if they are building it over there they might have different standards where like you can't just export like crap cheese and cardboard to people we can't piss off the know. nords we're gonna sully the pizza deal norway i can't wait to they'll visit. row over on long ships and show us why we never i can't wait norway. to visit I they had oil and we never fucked with them. All right. Uh, my next read is based on something we talked about earlier, but school admin- administration framing elementary kids for something. Uh, something or various that the adults things. Did. <laughs> yeah. So the adults would, I don't know, shit on the track and <laughs> <laughs> blame it on a kid or dump art supplies down into somebody's locker and then blame a kid. Or they, or they actually took them and sold them. <laughs> I actually have a real life story about something like that happening. Getting framed by an uh, administrative? I, well, twice actually, if we're going to go like that. I was once physically assaulted by a teacher, and once. Oh, I can't imagine why. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was, uh, I was not an easy I was perfect. Yes, he, I was as, a, as he repeatedly has said in the past, I was not an easy child. Yeah, I was. But at the same time, you think a professional educator would probably know not to lay hands on a fourth. Fifth yeah, but grader? you're you're something special. You just really push the. Envelope. You're something special. You know the buttons to push. I do. I do. But and you've gotten better, but that came from someplace worse. Yep. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, when a fifth grader goes to sneak an extra slice of pizza after everybody has had some during like a special pizza day. Oh, you dirty street rat. Picking him up by the throat is probably not uh, an appropriate response. <laughs> Who do you think adult. you are, Aladdin? Yeah, and a pre- an adult would probably not go full guard captain. Uh, oh my God, I know that guy's name. How did he find the throat? Didn't you have a beard hiding it? Not at the time. <laughs> this I was not born with the giant fucking red Brillo oh, pad bullshit. that currently attaches to my face. Bullshit, he came out with it. <laughs> my, yeah, my, my, my mom got I got the burned. baby She had wicked hot burn. <laughs> But, uh, and then another time I actually, uh, I had a teacher, a foreign language teacher who was spectacularly ill-equipped to handle a room full of high school students. She was a fragile personality and as such did not really get normal human interactions. And so would basically call my parents like once a week about like da, 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 and your you know, kids I'm, fucking weird yeah and, you know like she always has like some some crazy shit and obviously i got like a lot of trouble and then at a certain points my parents just kind of realized oh she's kind of a nutter and i'm like i've been telling you this i wish my parents had realized that about some of my teachers yeah and like that's the thing is like i feel like parents find Suppresses it hard easy to forget that like those Teachers are sometimes just normal assholes who don't really know anything. Looking back at that, I feel like my parents gave me the benefit of the doubt 
like from the first time that that might have happened. I tried to like explain them to it. I kind of got them on my side and it took a few times before it was like, okay, nope, we're fucking reprimanding you beyond beyond recognition. Yeah. You are not going to see the light of day for a bit. That is th that is the one thing I will give my parents at Stefan's parents where the op the complete opposite is anytime Man, I got it heavy, dude. Yeah, I had it heavy. Especially if I got like real with my parents, I was like, nah, like, this is bullshit. My parents are very big on the close ranks, we're the family. No, 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 no. And like, it was one of those things, especially when I was younger, with like the like fucking laying hands on me thing, where my my parents found out from like one of my classmates' mom, like heard about one of the incidents and was like, oh wow, I should do Little Joey said. This happens. Yeah, it was, it, way, was actually, it was actually like a girl like I had a crush on. She had a crush on me, so we were like, you know, the fucking elementary school version of like whatever. Like, you're pretty. Nah. Oh yeah, I totally had that. I had a girl literally on the first day of kindergarten just like grab me by the face. That's and how it just, starts. Just plant one on you're me. Mine I was like, now. I don't even know what to fucking do with this. And we just kind of pretended that we had this like. You know, your kids, you d you, ha you don't know what to do with sexual tension. Yeah. It's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. So, so you just hate it. You call her a doo-doo head. You suck. You cooties. You got... Here's some you gum, bitch. I'm out. That's <laughs> <laughs> making me feel weird. I just got doped up. My parents are just like, give them, stick these pills in his mouth. I went through, the, I, I went through that phase, too. Where like, I was on the, I was on the Ritalin so Suppressed, hard. I had yeah. to come My in My parents were like, no. Nope. Ritalin, Adderall, all that shit. Yeah, I was all meth. parents were just shit. like, fuck no. Just, uh, Literally killed my appetite. I was already yeah, a scrawny my appetite little and then shit. And here's little like, me. I was like, "Come on, give me some meth." Yeah, suppressed yep. my appetite and then killed my creativity with fucking pills and shit. Created a little fiend in me, though. <laughs> so there's always. I that. love speed. <laughs> so thanks for that, big farm. That was really funny. Somebody asked me, like, what what would be your choice drugs of uppers and downers? And I, I listed speed off as my my top upper. The thing, <laughs> you like, you call you even, it, they were like, "Do you even do that?" And I was, I was like, "Well, I did like Adderall and Ritalin, so I mean, one step it's away, much right?" Speed, they yeah, call it's it one step crack. away. Yeah, yeah it's like, one step away. It's like when you say it like speed, though, like that's not what it conjures. Yeah, <laughs> I'd limit. I'd live the Lemmy life. What's your What's your upper of choice? Speed. What's your downer of choice? Coming down off speed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's my next read. This is, um, both for the May the 4th and to continue on the Canadian Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Doug loves this <laughs> Canadian CCM. Cinematic. I got two this week. <laughs> the CCU, sorry, I think I called it So CCM. this one's an actual character. Doug He's... loves America. Doug loves America's hat. He, yep. it, it's his favorite accessory. They are, they are. <laughs> they're, they're, there's American as us. Put it back on whenever you want. Turn it around backwards. They're more North American than we are. Ooh, they're Northern American. You got, a, you got a gunshot fired clip over there? <laughs> no, I don't. Do you have a Vuvuzela? Do you have a DJ Khaled? <laughs> Any of these are acceptable. <laughs> you got the foghorn? Okay, um, so. Nope. The uh, character's name is Jean Beau Buffet. Like B E A U. So John is in Buffet. He's got John no, Claude Van Damme like, and Boba Fett. Bo is in Bo. Yeah, he, he's the Mounty Bounty Hunter. 
He's, the, is it played by Jean Claude Van Damme? Is he a Mountie who hunts bounties? Does he is a bounty hunter who works for the Mounties, or does he hunt bounties on Mounties? I think he is a um, he is a Come on, bounty hunter that works for the Mounties. He's kind of okay. like the Canadian dog. Is he bounty is he an ex hockey? star? He's, so he's the wolf. Yeah, he's the an ex hockey star <laughs> bounty hunter. Triple A. He's not a star. He he used to be an enforcer. He didn't know what to do after the league cut him. After they he just wore out. But so he, he still became wears his own a bounty jersey. hunter for the government. He's part but, of a new team. But he still wears the, the old Canadian jersey. team. <laughs> he the he has the hockey hair, and he actually has an excuse to look like that, unlike Dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this went a lot Dog further about than to I get hoped. A, Dog about to get his ass beat by our Canadian Mountie. Oh, All I had was it? the name and the profession for that. Dude, that was it. Canadian Cinematic Universe Infinity Wars. Dog the Bounty Hunter versus... What's that? Mount- uh, John Dog. John Boba Dog Fett. Van Mountie Bunner. <laughs> there was a Captain Van- John Dog Van Dam. Bam Van Dog Van. <laughs> there was a uh, uh, Captain Canada and the French Fedora that we had already. <laughs> fedora, I forgot about him. <laughs> He's from Quebec. Well, He's I, from I would, Quebec. Probably. He he teleports into like the door to like open it no 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 he's from france he just has a place in quebec which he's douchely points out anytime somebody asks where he's from I let just me get that for you he only opens doors that'd be great i so, like that so this could That's potentially he just appear and open a door for you there you go this could potentially be mm. a situation in it i um uh with uh kim Kardashian? Uh, no, um, Stefan, Stefan knows Kim. We had started a, um, actually I was just like really drunk one time and me and Kim were riffing on some like ideas. To send her a picture of your dick. And we were talking about Canadian headlines and I had set up like a Facebook page called Canadian headlines. And this is one of Are the- Are you talking about Canadian, Kim? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay Goose gotcha. steals local baby. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> This is a Canadian headlines hostages thank captors, but kindly request they be set free. <laughs> I I have not seen her for since Shorewood was playing yeah, shows. None of us have. She's just loving it up there in Canada, huh? Uh, who can say? Okay, I got three more. I got one more. Uh, go for it. All right. What if we switched up how we watch politics? Okay. And instead of C-SPAN. Would you like to know more? <laughs> I think America would. And what if instead of C-SPAN. There's a, if there's it a better way, a I'm the first one in line. D-SPAN. It was a <laughs> this is D-SPAN. It was a pay-per-view event with your favorite political personalities throwing the fuck down. So yeah, like, like the political Thunderdome. Exactly. Thing. So yeah. You, yeah. You talking like some idiocracy stuff yeah. where the. Can, I don't know. Hold on. Did any of you guys actually end up watching that? No. Please watch that. Please watch that for yeah, next I, week. I feel like I might Please. have actually just. Stefan has been mentioning this movie since day one on this. Podcast. I love that movie. I feel like Please I just watch it. tune him out when he talks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but but President Chief Kamach. We had that whole Chief situation where uh, no, oh. <laughs> I actually don't remember Terry Crews' character's name. You had post-apocalyptic Bernie Sanders coming out and fucking like leather <laughs> gear, 
oh, and shit. And the people him. out here love me. He had been banished to the waste to bring law to the lawless, and yeah. they just he just ended up running into like all the other banished congressmen, and they start their own fucking like Thunderdome society. <laughs> And that's where, like, the Camacho personality comes in because they would actually vote on their ideals, bring them to the Thunderdome, and, and then they elect crush their opponents. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I'm down. All right, I pitched a movie that already yeah. exists. You go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm down. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think it'd be fun to watch Trump actually have to fight somebody. Oh, right. I just want to see him get hit in the mouth. <laughs> Is remember, okay, wait. Ask? Remember when Drake and Chris Brown were supposed to fight? Oh my god. That would have been the greatest moment in pop culture history. Okay, get this shit. 100 punches <laughs> thrown, zero lands. <laughs> Just Bill, slapping. <laughs> Bill Burr, I wish I would have fucking rented this shit on pay per view. He was advertising this thing on his podcast. He went and hosted this pay per view event where it is literally 40 bouts of just regular people who make wrestling personalities or <laughs> boxing personalities. It's literal boxing. They get in the ring and beat the fucking <laughs> shit out of each other. Okay. I, and then there's just a panel of comedians who are just commentating on it. Oh that sounds God. so good. That is so Apparently, well it is as good as you think it sounds. Bill Burr, I usually don't give a ton of credit, but that sounds like the greatest thing I've heard. That is the most decadent Roman we are all about to burn and the society's collapsing thing <laughs> I've ever fucking I mean, heard. I the fucking Floyd Mayweather fucking uh, yeah, uh, we make people fight was $99. This was $15. Next year it comes around, we gotta fucking get together and watch. He's it. doing it again. It's an annual thing. It's an annual thing. This oh like my the, god, I love this man! This right was now. the fourth thing. No, this is the first time he went and did it. He got invited to like commentate on it, but it's an annual thing. Who is actually hosting this? I don't know. That's brutal. I do not know. This I will is have hilarious. More details. Is the name of this you know details, many, details. You know how many macho personalities probably sign up just like I'm gonna Let's beat Steve in there. And then they just get <laughs> winded. And then they collapse. Yeah, dude, I want to see Steve. Dude, after that happened a couple times. Like, there was a guy who essentially like went up against his opponent and fucking was like, "What the fuck's he doing?" He's just like getting slammed on. He gave the fucking wink and he essentially turned just it. waited for his opponent to get, to get tuckered out and just fucking slammed. <laughs> <laughs> just took him out. This dude, it's the Homer Simpson approach. If you ever seen the one where Homer learns to be a boxer, I yeah. love it. And I it's love basically it. like let him hit you till they get tired. When's, and then when's just the next viewing? And, uh, I don't know. It's it's like a year off from now. I, it, I know uh, it's annual because like, it like just happened. But the yeah, I'm sure uh, we can get footage the of the old month. one though. So essentially, like. You expect people there was talk of somebody just like showing up in a the pink power ranger uniform and they took him off stage afterwards uh and there's like hey by the way like uh why are you dressed up like the pink pa uh, or the pink power ranger is like because she's a badass bitch and i'd fuck her any day <laughs> <laughs> and they were talking about it like he said it with the confidence like this would be a prime opportunity <laughs> for her <laughs> to fuck him. Hey, baby, if you're out there watching from the 1998 release, I'm talking with the Dynomex at me on Twitter. I am Cheesy Leaf 6.
should almost do like two more takes because yep. I think I was kind of talking over your first bit of your intro because I kept trying yep, to make the joke. Doug, are you <laughs> introing it? Just yep. let are me you make the intro in with joke. that again. Pretend there's an umbrella in your drink. You want to intro in with that again? Just come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. We'll do a podcast. It'll be fun. You've been listening to Radio Loud. You can find us across multiple media platforms like YouTube. Just type in Radio Loud, you big dummy. Or search us on Google, Stitcher, or places like Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. Or if you have questions, feedback, or criticisms, add us at Twitter. Ah, fuck. Or if we you have Twitter. questions. <laughs> that's the magic of editing, Sean. <laughs> Just let them keep going. Or if you have questions, feedback, or criticisms, at us on Twitter at the loudest podcast. But prepare to be roasted. Let's do it one more time. Now, what I'm going to suggest is when you end your sentence, don't end it in an uptick in your vocal inflection. Add a little more. Just don't say it's like um, you've been listening to Radio Loud, anticipating him to come in. It's like you've been listening to Radio Loud. That's gotcha. the end of your. All right, let's do one more read in. Gonna fucking wait for the snowmobiles to stop <laughs> racing. <laughs> Welcome to Wisco, baby. <laughs> Still snowmobiling season. Oh, come up to the north. We'll get stuck in a cabin. We'll freeze our asses to death. It'll be fun. We'll have sex on top of a grizzly bear. You've been listening to Radio Loud. You've been listening to Radio, Radio Loud. Loud. One more time. Try one more time. You've been listening to... <laughs> Radio Loud. No, not Radio Loud. Radio Loud. You've been listening. <laughs> what is this? Fucking Toast of London? Should be. <laughs> I don't think Doug's ever seen that. You've been listening to Radio Loud. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you've been listening to Radio Loud. Nope. No, not you've been listening to Radio Loud. You've been listening to Radio Loud. You've been listening to Radio loud? Nope. No, it's not, a single sentence. Do you hear? Do you hear how you're you're yeah, going? I radio do. loud. I do. I do. Go radio. You've been listening loud. to radio loud. Perfect. Nailed it. Now just do it while everybody else is being silent. Okay. You've been listening to radio loud. Now louder with confidence. Just give him, I'm sorry, just dude. Give he hasn't remember. seen the yeah, show. He I hasn't know. seen the show, dude. It's because it's probably based on something real like this. Yeah, it's it a is. Voice it actor. is. Yeah, it's, a it's, a, it's, voice it's about actor. a professional voice actor, and he just can never get the takes right. <laughs> and, and he has two dudes who just fucking harass him from the booth constantly, and like they fuck with him. Like they make it's him on Netflix if you want to watch it. It's, it's hilarious. It's we should just publish this whole bit of us trying to do an ad. We should just be fucking totally real about it. We are incompetent. <laughs> You've been listening to Radio Loud. Nope. See, you went Radio Loud. You need to go Radio, radio loud. loud. You need to go loud. down instead You've of been listening Radio to, Loud. You've been listening to Radio Loud. <laughs> okay. Take a minute. Just take a five. <laughs> Fuck you, wankers! <laughs> Just try to think. You've been like listening to Radio Loud. Try to think of it like a single sentence. Here, you know what? I'll do it for you. 
Hey guys, you've been listening to Radio Loud. Don't give me a hey guys because you don't want to be the hey guys YouTube dude. Fair enough. <laughs> you've been listening to Radio Loud. If you want to find us on multiple media platforms like YouTube, just type in Radio Loud, you big dummy. Or you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, or Podbean at radioloud.podbean.com. If you have comments, questions, or commentary, please get at us on Twitter at Loudest Podcast. Fuck. Slide up in them DMs, baby. If you have questions, commentaries... If you have feedback, questions, or commentary, please add us at Loudest Podcast on Twitter. Get roasted. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening. You've been listening to. We should put this on Patreon, dude. Like this is what you would get on Patreon. You've been listening to Radio Loud. You've been listening to Radio Loud. You've been listening to Radio Loud. But do with it do with the loud voice confidence. You've been listening to Radio Loud. <laughs> You're getting worse. You've been listening to Radio Loud. <laughs> no, not Radio Loud. WNBC. <laughs> there was a whole bit in the Howard Stern movie about his boss named Pig Vomit, who was played by um oh fuck. Uh d- d- prominent actor but uh I-, I will show you his face afterwards i can't think of his fucking name right now but he did this whole bit about how his boss would just fucking roast him on when he went to this nationally syndicated platform and he just he was just like you can't do this you can't do what you're doing anymore you can't do what got you here and he started calling his boss pig vomit <laughs> on air you've and- been listening to radio loud <laughs> He was on the same station as Don Imus before he got fired. Oh, not beheaded hoes. <laughs> and he would just be like, okay, listen to how Imus says it. It's like, and he'd bring him in the room with Imus. You've been and he'd listening be like, to Radio Loud. Imus was in the Yeah, party. you're closer. You're getting You've it. been listening to Radio Loud. <laughs> radio You've been loud. listening to Radio Loud. You sound like a sex offender. <laughs> I know. That's kind of what I'm going for. <laughs> It's kind of what you're maybe, known for. Maybe start higher with your... You've been listening to Radio Loud. <laughs> he still did it, though. He still you've been, did it. You've been Sean gets what I'm after, though. He knows what I'm talking about. It's he knows what I'm... fry. There's literally been, a term for it. You've been li- listening to Radio Loud. You <laughs> <laughs> still did it. How are you? Like you've been listening to Radio Loud. You've been listening to Radio Loud. You've been listening to Radio Loud. Yes! Yes! Oh! Yes. You've been listening to Radio Loud. Here, how about... Can I just say it in your ear ten times in a row? And then No, no, he got it. it. He got it. He got it now. You've been it's listening like, to Radio Loud. Perfect. Okay, it's like... Okay, so come up to the Northwoods. We'll get a cabin. We'll have some fun. We'll do the podcast. We'll get together. You've okay, been come up to the Northwoods. Okay, come up to the Northwoods. We'll get together. We'll freeze our asses off. We'll do a podcast. You've been listening to Radio Loud. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. He needs to hear. Can we let, let, let's say it to him 10 times. He'll do the cut and we can edit it into the middle later. I think you've been listening got- to Radio Loud. Yes. One more time. You've, you've been, been listening to Radio Loud.
We need to do it one more time because Sean fucked that take up for you. You've been listening to Radio Loud. <laughs>